You're a small business owner and there's nothing small about what you do. That's why Dell Small Business Technology Advisors give you trusted advice and tailored tech solutions like computers with Intel core processors, servers, storage and networking, plus industry-leading monitors and software. No matter your technology needs, Dell is here to help your small business do big things. Call 0800-085-4878 to speak with an advisor today. That's 0800-085-4878. All over. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 35 of Dumb All Over. Recording from the most forgettable of the 13 colonies, Pennsylvania, this is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. And we were always under the influence of craft beer. On today's episode, we will talk about the continuing saga of North Korea, the new healthcare bill, and an update on Russia. Mm. We will answer your questions on Twitter and then talk about religion with a couple of guests. Yeah. From Missouri. (laughs) (laughs) Even to the dramatic pause with that. As always, I am Tom, a very exhausted Tom. Mm. And I am joined by a less exhausted, more relaxed, Mm -hmm. happier man, Mm -hmm. Austin. What's up, Tom? I'm tired, Austin. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm very tired. <laughs> yes, Austin, I am extremely exhausted. I've been at work since 4 a.m., up mm. since 2.30, went to bed at 1.30. Woo! Sounds terrible. terrifying. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah. Terrible, terrible. Uh, but that's okay, because we have a wonderful show ahead, I think. Yep. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> and we definitely haven't recorded any of it yet. <laughs> and we definitely have not had that interview with those special guests. Yeah. That does not happen. Here at the Dumb All Over Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We are definitely not incorporated. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, Austin, shall we introduce our first beer yes. for the day? Yes. Our first beer definitely. of the day. The one that we haven't had yet. <laughs> we have we have had this one? No. Oh, oh, we have Actually, have we? I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't think so. This one is called Vanilla Java Porter, mm. and it's by Atwater Brewery. Born in Detroit, raised everywhere. That's kind of shitty. Um, <laughs> 5% ABV, 13 IBUs. Hmm. Never said the IBUs before. You know why? I think we did once. Okay. Yeah. Never mind then. <laughs> Malt beverage brewed with coffee beans with natural flavor added, and in parentheses, vanilla bean extract. There you go. Um, Don't know so, why they didn't spring for actual vanilla beans. I don't but, know. That's yeah. weird. But hey, this Let's is a porter. It's, good. Yeah. it's a porter. It doesn't smell like anything. So let's do our cheers <laughs> and to another wonderful episode. There we Number go. Number 35. 35. Woo-hoo. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, I do too. It's funny. Like when you first taste it, it's like, oh, this kind of. Like nothing? Yeah. It kinda and then all something. of a sudden it's like, ooh. Yeah. It, when I first drank it, the, the original taste, I didn't really taste anything. Then. Yeah, but if you let it sit on your tongue for like a second, yeah. all of a sudden it tastes like everything. Yeah. 
You can taste the coffee, the vanilla. Definitely the yeah. vanilla. And then the coffee, yeah. And it has, it's funny because it kind of has that stout taste that porters usually don't have. I'm surprised. Even the second drink, the, it just it kind of tastes like water, and then the flavor just rushes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. I like it. Yeah. Good job, Atwater Brewing Company, born mm-hmm. in Detroit, raised everywhere. Yeah. Work on your, your motto is all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> you really think that? We are the most forgettable of the original 13 colonies? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, there's some. Philadelphia was our capital at yeah. one point, and it was almost our nation's capital at one <laughs> yeah. point. If it wasn't for a yellow fever epidemic, we would have been Philadelphia as our national capital. I mean, the Declaration of Independence Man, was written here. The Liberty the Bell is still was here. here. Um, no, the most forgettable is probably Rhode Island, <laughs> if we're going to be honest. <laughs> Take that, Rhode Island. <laughs> um, Suck it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Ultimately, <laughs> your your white racist founders were more boring than ours. <laughs> but ultimately, like other than Philadelphia, what do we got? Other than Philadelphia, yeah. Uh, as far as original colonies go, hmm, that's true. It's not much. It's all centered in Philly. You yeah, take but that's Philadelphia. All, but Philadelphia is like if you I take know. that out, the country doesn't have much history. <laughs> I, I get it. It's still forgettable in my opinion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, Austin, shall we begin this wonderful journey into the dark abyss? Ah, yeah, I guess we're going to have to go from talking about old white racists with some good ideas to old white racists with a bunch of bad ideas. Yes. <laughs> and that starts this week. Have I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Um, yeah. So, let's just start with this shit. Because, what are we in? 35th episode? Mm -hmm. It feels like 36 of them have involved North Korea. Yeah. (laughs) It's really bad. And let's not tell you. Let's not talk about North Korea. Well, you know, Tom, I think it's gonna be um, a long, long time till touchdown brings me around here to find. Uh, I'm not hmm. the man I think I am at home. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! You're a rocket man. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Why are you singing that song, Austin? Oh, it seems to be our wonderful president's favorite nickname for Kim Jong Un. Which, well, granted, Rocket Man is easier to say than Kim Jong-un. <laughs> you think it's because he can't say it? Yeah. <laughs> he only has trouble saying that. We don't name. like North Korea's president, Kim J- Rocket Man. <laughs> it sounds like... <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking funny, because yeah. you know that might be true. That's the sad part. It might so actually be true. So we're going to tell him that he's going to have to stop being Rocket Man, or he's going to have to say goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> And then we're all going to celebrate with the Crocodile Rock. Oh, there's like three Elton John fans that are like, this is awesome. I know, right? They're like, oh my God. I've always wanted this. Well, it's over now. Yeah, so Trump. Blown out like a candle in the wind. Which is the same song written for two different people. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. It is. Because um, he wrote it for Marilyn Monroe, you know, and then he rewrote it with changing the name for Princess Di. Yeah. It's a you very know, lazy Elton John. We should have uh, Dan, Daniel, my brother, oh. back from, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. He should come back on. 
Okay. <laughs> Why should he come back on? Because he's Daniel, my brother. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll give you that one. Which I don't know if that was about his brother. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get that in the open. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if that was about his lover. Yeah. yeah. I think it was. I know. It's hey, true, because until Elton. he told everybody, it was hard to tell that Elton John was gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know what it was? It was, you know, <laughs> it definitely was. I don't know what gave it away. <laughs> Not the, the, the bright, sparkly outfits or the big glasses mm, or the lisps glasses. or anything. Yeah. No, it was... Um, it was him announcing it for me. That's what broke it. That, which happened probably like 10 years before you were born. <laughs> uh, but anyway. That's not the only North Korea news. Trump didn't just call Kim Jong-un uh, um, Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Rocket Man. <laughs> he called him. Burning out his fumes out there alone. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't just call him Rocket Man because this morning, Tuesday, September 19th, it's not the 19th. When was this? Yeah, it's the 19th. It is the 19th. Yeah. Um, he goes to the UN for the first time. You remember that that the same UN that he once said was just for a bunch of world leaders to sit down and talk and hang out? Yeah. And he was like, I want to get in on that. Now all of a sudden he <laughs> wants to be in it. Yeah. Although he still complained about paying too much. He today, in a speech, which I imagine was so intelligent and thoughtful and just i have amazing. to say there's still a lot of this uh like the okay sign being okay. thrust into the air okay like he's lightly yep. stroking ted cruz and look at the and look at the picture <laughs> there it is even in the picture he's got it um so trump said today that he vows to totally destroy north korea if it threatens the united states well he definitely knows how to de-escalate a conflict <laughs> Yeah. I know that was one of the few times I actually hopped on our Twitter account <laughs> and I retweeted an article where he was like, they said, you know, Trump mm. says that he's going to destroy North Korea. Yep. And I was like, well, looks like things are going well. <laughs> <laughs> and is, this is from the New York Times, by the way, from the article, uh, Trump vows to totally destroy North Korea if it's the United States. The, the failing news. New York Times? Yep. Oh, okay. Um, in his first address to the United Nations General Assembly, Mr. Trump framed the conflicts with rogue regimes like North Korea, Iran, and Venezuela. Ah, rogue regimes. It's <laughs> my new cover band. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag rogue regimes. Yes. Um, as a test of the international system, with typically bombastic flourishes like vowing to crush loser oh, terrorists. No. Bombastic flourishes. <laughs> My other new cover band. Oh, this week I'm going to so make up for the past couple. <laughs> like vowing to crush loser terrorists and labeling North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un racket man. <laughs> Mr. Trump at times dispensed with the restrained rhetoric many American presidents used at the United Nations. Good for you. Um... Is this a Trump? Yeah. If the Russians... <laughs> he has to know a voice to many, Yeah. <laughs> many do not confront the wicked few, then evil will triumph. He said as hey, the audience... that was pretty smart. Who wrote that? <laughs> oh, was, I read it in two Corinthians. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said as the audience of presidents, prime ministers, monarchs, and diplomats remained largely stone-faced. <laughs> when decent people and nations become bystanders to history... It's almost like they didn't speak English. <laughs> the forces of destruction only gather power and strength. 
Uh, he asserted that some parts of the world are going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said that our country's going to hell. Yes. I didn't believe him until he got elected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Mr. Trump also said, no nation on earth has an interest in seeing this band of criminals arm itself with nuclear weapons and missiles. <laughs> and of course, he was talking about us. <laughs> the United States has great strength and patience. But mm, if it is, I don't know about that last part. <laughs> but if it is forced to defend itself or its allies, we will have no choice but to totally destroy North Korea. Rocket Man <laughs> is on a suicide mission for himself. And his regime. <laughs> you know, North Korea ain't the kind of place to raise your kids. <laughs> it's actually true. In fact, it's nuked as hell. <laughs> and I'm going to be high now. Stop. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I know. I have to change more words. Otherwise, we are still getting sued. Yes. All right. But I think Tim Rice wrote that song. So we'll get sued by him. <laughs> so, yeah, true. So that is the majority of um, the interesting part of Trump's speech. Um, I'm glad he was so uh, reserved. Yeah, so elegant. <laughs> yeah. So elegant. <laughs> yeah, no calling other leaders nicknames. Yes, <laughs> like Rocket Man. The other day, or loser terrorist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other day, I was talking to Baby Cakes. <laughs> Angular Merkel. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Too. <sighs> and the and and the pastry. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Macron? <laughs> yes. <laughs> then I was talking to the little boy, <laughs> which would be Justin Trudeau. Yes. <laughs> and then, of course, Sally Fish and Chips. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that is uh, Theresa May. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Don't ask why I said Sally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, you couldn't pronounce Teresa. Said <laughs> Sally. Uh, listen, he also said uh, this is not technically North Korea related. We'll get back to North Korea in a second. But he also said that uh, he wants to cut back the uh, nuclear agreement that Obama set with Iran. Mm. In which Iran responded, uh, I'll paraphrase, do it and you're dead. Mm. No, that's not exactly what Iran said. Are they going to team up with North Korea? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't shock me. Me neither. I it's like, you hate that guy too, right? <laughs> Very so, much so. <laughs> so I don't know what stage it's going to take for this man to go on and not be a fucking imbecile. I think at this <laughs> there point- There is no stage on earth. <laughs> but Austin, so who the fuck is writing these speeches for him? Or is he going off cue again? Oh, oh yeah, he is totally off the yeah. Like, there's no way. You can way. tell when he's not, because when he's reading, he's, he's very slow. Yeah. Kind of like a child when they, you <laughs> yeah. know, when they have to read in class. And they said, and the first one was that we're supposed to not... Get rid of all the brown people, <laughs> all right? It's because they're rapists and murderers. <laughs> yeah. And now I have to... Go on and say no, K, K, K are the greatest. <laughs> what problem do you have with a three strike game? <laughs> oh, man. It is odd seeing that at a baseball stadium. Well, that's why they turn the, last, the third K around. That's, that's why they do <laughs> what that. What if they forget? <laughs> Uh, it's happened. <laughs> yeah, it's happened it, yeah. because they don't pay these people to do it. They bring pieces of paper and do yeah. it themselves. But yeah, that's and then when they're wearing those hoods, it's very unsettling. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> 
But that only happens in Boston. <laughs> That's right. The last team to segregate. Mm-hmm. How about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Boston yeah, has charming racism. <laughs> so, Austin, what are we doing here? We're talking about North Korea again. Uh, we're, and we're talking, talking about, about obliterating North Korea. <laughs> and we're talking about a man who is insulting one of the most dangerous people in the world. Yeah. Well. Potentially. You know what they always say when there's a dangerous sociopath? Is this from should... Corinthians as well? Yes. Okay. And it is said unto him... <laughs> That when there is a sociopath in your patheth, <laughs> then you must antagonize him. Of course. In the most annoying way possible. Of course. And make sure you're not very clever about it. Wait until one day Trump has a few beers in him or something. He looks more like a Coke kind of guy. And I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, that, and I'm talking about that kind. Of, wait until he has that and then he has his phone in his hand and he's taking a shit all at the same time. Like, and, and yeah, he's got the the coke runs. Like, what happens if he tweets a racial slur? Maybe that's why he's so regular. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. A, listen. At the end of the day, we can safely say that Trump has to be the most regular president. All his tweets come around eight to nine o'clock. That's because mm-hmm. he's pooping. Yeah. <laughs> and that means he's maybe doing Melania that. has been slipping some uh, <laughs> poison. Not poison, but <laughs> laxative. Yes, laxative. That's the word I was looking for. See, coming up with words uh, is not easy to do. I know. So um, now I know what Trump feels like with every word. <laughs> and me. <laughs> hey, awesome. We're still here. Yeah. We're, we're up well, to he's thir- not threatening to bomb us. <laughs> right. Not yet. yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, After North Korea, it's like, we need to get rid of the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll start with the Washington. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> uh, uh, but, sir, you, you live in Washington. Wrong. I'm going to Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> <sighs> I know. It's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, I got something we can move on to that um, might be a little more cheery. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. The, the Republicans are, are going at the Obamacare repeal again. Oh, perfect. So if we don't die a fiery death, at least we can die a slow one. <laughs> a slow, very painful, yeah, very, very painful death. and yeah. expensive death. Yes. Oh, good. So a new bill proposed by, oh, oh, man. Oh, your favorite person. Bill Cassidy? No. Lindsey D- Graham. Uh, <laughs> not Dean Heller? No. Ron Johnson? Yes, Rod Johnson. <laughs> yes, the one and only Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Except that didn't sound like Lindsey Graham at all. All right. So we are going to wonder we're going to have a wonderful bill. <laughs> it's it's a wonderful bill, I'm telling you right now. It has all the great bills in this bill. It's wonderful. It's really a wonderful bill. <laughs> actually, it's so wonderful. We actually have a person named Bill. <laughs> Help us draft this bill. It's he's my associate. And he's been spending lots of time at the house. <laughs> but yes, we have Bill Cassidy, Lindsey Graham, Dean Heller, and Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, because no one knows who that is. So I figured I'd say where he's from. Okay. Um, we, I'm we, sorry, where was it? Uh, w- Wisconsin? Uh, nobody knows where that is. <laughs> Wisconsin. It's one of those that's, cheese states, right? That's the, um, isn't that the United States, Canada? I thought, mm. I thought it was. Anyway. Boy, no wonder Hillary couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this kind of came, th- this news kind of broke earlier this week mm-hmm. um, where it kind of, I don't know, it seemed like it came out of nowhere, but it, it seemed well, like- Well, it's because there's the deadline. Yeah. They have to pass it by- Next week, I, I think, think it is. Yeah. yeah, and apparently there's a pretty. It's pretty close. It seems like there may be enough uh, senators this time to back it, 
But I don't know. The last at, time I heard it, it was at it's starting, 48. It's starting to go yeah. backwards. Yeah. And I think it might be the exact same Republicans who are going to say no again. Which is odd because John McCain has never been not good to Lindsey Graham. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, now, the only concern is, of course, the Democrats, the, the four or so Democrats who consistently vote Republican every fucking time. Yeah, but I think this is not the time they're going to this. They're going to make that exception. I hope um, the good news is there is a lot of tension from the governor's. There's at ah. least at least 10 governors. Most are Republicans. Mm. Um, have come up and actually started complaining about this bill. Uh, and you made a good point to me before. What, what, what was it exactly that you said? Oh, no, I was just saying, of course, they're against it because they're the ones who are going to have to deal with the fallout. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The government can repeal Obamacare and can let it ha- let the states decide what to do, how much to charge, how much yeah. to fund. That was, I think, the big part of this is the states are going to get to decide how much the funding they can throw into it or some shit like that. And it totally wipes out all protections for pre-existing conditions. So, And it penalizes the states that took the Medicare expansion. Because the bill claims it wasn't fair, even though it was offered to all 50 states. And a lot of states took it. Yeah. But the ones that didn't, they didn't because they, they didn't like the black president. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, when you're a southern governor, and you're most likely a Republican at that or point. southern man. <laughs> you realize right away. Everybody's nickname is a song. <laughs> it can be. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Oh, it does now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a new executive order. But when you have... Um, uh, southern states that are full of Republicans, and you would think, oh, they're obviously not going to be for Obamacare, but then you realize that those are the states that take the most Obamacare, mm-hmm. who apply the most. Those governors are not all stupid. No. <laughs> they know that if you get rid of Obamacare, you're going to have a lot of uninsured people, and a lot of people are going to be upset. And who are they going to pick on first? Oh, yeah. It's going to be the representatives from their state. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then that's that's where everything can turn. So. Because the one thing you can reliably count on is that Americans don't understand how the laws work. Oh, yeah. The so. senators will be safe. Yeah. <laughs> the representatives <laughs> yeah. will be safe. The governor, the, uh, the the fucking attorney general of their state, will be yeah. all, they'll all be voted out. Yeah, even but, though they didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, they have nothing to do with it. Uh, but, yeah, so. But who's going to pay for my sister-daughter wife? <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Ivanka. <laughs> uh, the Trump family goes yeah. to prove that it's not just the South that has weird incest stuff going on. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's true. And they're from New York, too, and I like New York. Not that part. Not that part of New York, no. Uh, let's see. They add, uh, this, is all, this is from the Washington Post. Man, we're just going all fake news today. No, good. Uh, they added that a per, uh, per, they prefer a bipartisan push to stabilize the insurance markets that Senator Lamar Alexander, Republican from Tennessee, and Patty Murray, Democrat from Washington, have been negotiating before talks stalled on Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday evening. Mm. Uh, the governors who signed the bill, uh, let's see, some of them like Bill Walker uh, from Alaska. That's the only one they list. So that's a little annoying because they say among them and then they only list one. But anyway, uh, there's a lot of Republican governors who are fighting back on this bill, which yeah. which might start to change some of the, you know, Congress's minds. Let's hope so. Congress. I hope yeah. so, too. But this is also a good time to talk about a competing bill in the Senate. Oh, yes. 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 Which we which would have a much better solution to our uh 
funding problems, and it's called Medicare for All. What? <laughs> yes. That's such a bizarre and radical concept. Yeah. Austin, are you a socialist? Uh, Democratic one, yes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just going to go socialist because that's, that's radical. That's, <laughs> that's a, radical a radical idea. Yeah, yeah forget that like 100 other countries have it. <laughs> And like yeah, well, every they're all socialist, Tom. Yeah, actually, they're communists. They're communists, yeah. of course. They play soccer. And their care communists. is terrible. That's why they live longer and don't be bankrupt and, and, and are typically happier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, they're they're damn, wrong. Damn socialism. Damn socialism. <laughs> Making people happy and healthy. <laughs> so, can I let me ask you this question? Uh, Go ahead. Who's uh, the sponsor of this bill? Oh, I believe the writer of the bill. Is one uh, Bernie Sanders, Bernard Sanders, yeah. and the co-sponsor is one Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, I know it's old. And do you know? Do you know who else is sponsoring this bill? Uh Kamala Harris. is yes. sponsoring the There's bill. There's one that I'm. And Cory Booker. Cory Booker. Yeah. Now listen, we've you and I have both picked on Cory and other times praised him. I did not mostly picked on. Yes, but recently, the opposite. Yeah. I did not see him co-signing this bill. Mm-hmm. I did not see that happening because Chuck and boy, Schumer. You're gonna you're gonna blow the heads of the people in the off center, or the mm, alt center rather. The alt center, yeah. <laughs> um, because they just think that you know, no matter what happens, we won't like Cory Booker. But if he starts sponsoring and writing legislation that has policies I agree with, then of course I'll start liking him. <laughs> That's the thing, and I, you know what, Chuck Schumer. Is not backing this bill. Yeah, so he goes down on the list of he people definitely, I have respect for. He definitely <laughs> yeah. does. And all of a sudden, Cory Booker is starting to look more and more progressive than I ever actually thought he was. Yeah, and it might be a cynical play for votes. Yeah, it's but, possible. But I don't give a shit. Yeah, I I, I do. I can't say well, I don't because I do. There, like there I want him good... to be truly progressive. Yeah. But at the same time, like you just said, as long as this, as long as he supports it and gets it passed. That's all that matters. Yeah, and but I understand the argument too that well, let's see what happens if the bill is brought back during a Congress that can actually pass it. That is true. And then see where they vote. Yeah. yeah. But like I said, I mean, I because I, I have to say, I bet a lot of Republicans went through the same thing where a ton of them co-sponsored Obamacare repeals, which is what all the right right wing nut jobs wanted. But then they and then when it came it. time to do it, they're like. Yeah, do we really want this? Yeah, yeah, but this is a little different. I think this is. No, one I hope of, so. This is one of those things yeah. where, like, if you're on board from the beginning, because it is a quote-unquote radical idea, radical yeah. thinking, even though it's fucking not. But if you're on board with that kind of like tag associated to it, you kind of have to ride it out. You can't back up on this. And not only that, I mean, it's it's just a plan that every other country already does. <laughs> I know. It's not like this. Like the Republicans, there's there's no other country in the world where they're like, look at this country. Their health care plan is freedom and a boot in the ass. <laughs> uh, one, of the, one of the funniest responses was actually from the GOP because the GOP tagged Bernie Sanders saying, uh, that's a great idea, Bernie Sanders, at Bernie Sanders. Thank you. But how, are you, how do you want to pay for it? And he had a response. Oh, yeah. And he was pretty much like, I'm going to tax you guys. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to pay for it by making you pay your own way. <laughs> Exactly. It's about fucking time. <laughs> um, the the truth is, if you if you fairly tax the people who are not being fairly taxed, you can pay for it. Yeah, and then if you cut defense spending and reallocate resources, you legalize marijuana. Oh, so yeah. I, there are ways to pay for it. They're not glorious ways to the Republicans, but they're ways. Yeah, but that, nothing is for them. I know. Well, nothing that's beneficial for humans is. Yeah. <laughs> if it's beneficial <laughs> for them, that's or, why I love that um, during the primaries somebody put up a website that said ted cruz for human president (laughs) (laughs) 
That's good. That's, that's the satire done very well. We're going to talk a little bit more about Ted Cruz oh, later yeah, on. Yeah. So, uh, remember, so we'll save that. Remember that name. I know he's an unknown figure yeah. in American politics, <laughs> yeah. but remember that name. Yep. And, uh, you know, don't jerk the idea too hard. <laughs> what a belabored joke. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no? Nothing, okay. Nothing. All right. I don't know why you're trying to beat it out of me. <laughs> so bad let's do one more um <laughs> badly timed sentence there oh, come um on. let's talk about russia mother Ooh. mother russia austin i believe you have something for us i do so uh while you're looking that up i uh, just got a message from cnn saying exclusive russia investigation <laughs> did, did it say it in that voice <laughs> i think so uh investigation of former trump campaign chairman paul manafort reaches back 11 years in a sign of pressure on Manafort. Ooh. Manafort might be the first to go down. Yeah. It's looking like that. I mean, uh, <laughs> didn't Manafort just get um, ads or something from Facebook? And a lot of people were saying that this is going to be a huge turning point, too. Oh. Um, well, I think they they had traced ads that were run back to Manafort. Right. That were paid for with lots of Russian money. Right. Yes. So this is big, and <clears throat> Mueller's obviously getting somewhere. And I love the fact that we have no idea what's going on. It kind of like keeps it quiet. People are kind of forgetting about it. All I know is that the movie made about this one day is going to be very entertaining. It's going to be long. <laughs> it's going to oh, be. Yeah. It's going to be like a four-hour epic. Oh yeah. Maybe make it into a TV series instead of a movie. Yeah, it's true. If it's a movie, Oliver Stone will probably get it and ruin it. <laughs> Why are you bothering Oliver? You're right, though. <laughs> I saw W. Yeah. Oof. And that was even one of his, like, um, you know, that was only an hour and a half. I thought I thought W Nixon was, was three hours. I know. Yeah. I thought W was going to be funny. Like the Some way of it kind of was. Not really. No, not mm. as funny as I wanted it to be at <laughs> no. least. Like, I thought he's a liberal. I was like, oh, he's going to rip him apart. Mm, it no. was like a biography. I'm like, yeah. fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what I paid for. <clears throat> no, yeah, he was. Uh, Fuck him. I mean, some of it was kind of interesting. Didn't he direct The Doors? The movie yeah. The Doors? Yeah, that was okay, I think. Yeah. I Even though he his... made Jim Morrison look like a sociopath. Yeah. Yeah, but that's all right. Hey, listen. <laughs> it was a good movie. Yeah, it was all right. All, all right, right, so back to <laughs> stories and the storytellers who tell them. <laughs> that should be a new segment. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll work on it. All Patreon right. goal. So this... <laughs> Everything that we don't ever want to do, it's, it's just a patriarchal. <laughs> That's what it's becoming. So this is from the um, failing New York Times. Again, too. Yeah, two I know. New York from Times. the uh, so liberal today. Here we are. <laughs> uh, Trump lawyers clash over how much they want to cooperate with Russia inquiry. That is breaking news. It is, and this news was obtained apparently at a lunch spot in D.C. where one New York Times reporter overheard. The uh, Trump lawyers talking about how much they wanted to cooperate. You snoopy motherfucker! I know. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, Mr. Cobb, the lawyer for the White House, was heard talking about another White House lawyer he deemed a McCann spy, who's the other lawyer working for them, <laughs> uh, saying Mr. McCann had a couple documents locked in a safe that seemed to suggest he wanted access to. He also mentioned a colleague whom he blamed for some of these earlier leaks and who he said tried to push Jared out. Obviously, OG Kush. OG Kush, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the president's son-in-law and senior advisor. Is that, who, is, that his, is that his official title? Yes. Okay, senior, yeah. but he's yeah. like 25 years old. I know. Okay. 
Yeah, I know you thought OJ Kush was his official title. <laughs> I thought it was, yeah. yeah. I was starting to believe it also. I'm a little disappointed. Well, you know what they say. If you just say something, you know, enough times that people believe it. I believe that's in 2 Corinthians as well. Yeah. Okay. So saith uh, the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently OJ Kush has been a previous source of dispute for the legal team. Now, was that New York Times saying that or was that you? No, no. Some of this was my color commentary. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go on. All right. After the Times contacted the White House about the situation, Mr. McGann privately erupted at Mr. Cobb, according to people informed about the confrontation, who were asked not to be named, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, describing internal matters. John F. Kelly, not Kennedy. That's uh, the uh, White House chief of staff. Yeah. 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 Uh Uh-huh. Sharply reprimanded Mr. Cobb for his indiscretion, the people said. Mr. Cobb sought to defuse the conflict in an interview over the weekend, praising Mr. McGann as a superb lawyer. Quote, he's been very helpful to me, and whatever uh, we have differences of opinion, we have been able to work them out professionally and reach consensus. I guess work them out professionally means complain behind his back. Yeah, lunch. probably. <clears throat> gotcha. Okay. Goss- gossiping, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very... It's water cooler stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, typical, you know, white collar kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> he also said, we have different roles. Um, I'm the he- top, you're the bottom. <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's definitely not that way. <laughs> I was talking about you and me. I was talking about them. <laughs> There's the fan fiction. The fuck? Ah. Uh. <laughs> I lost my place. <laughs> it was at the part where they were talking about being uh, the top and the bottom. Is it there yet? Yeah. Mr. Cobb said, we have different roles. Mr. McCann has a much fuller plate, but we're both devoted to the White House and getting as much done on behalf of the presidency as possible. It sounds like it. <laughs> sounds like you're doing a good job. Yeah. The special counsel, Robert S. Mueller III. Wow. He has a much more pretentious wow. name than I realized. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Is investigating connections between Russia and Mr. Trump and his associates including whether they conspired to influence last year's election, which they did. <laughs> Mr. Mueller is also looking into whether Mr. Trump's decision to fire James B. Comey. I don't know why they keep putting them there. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, they're very... James B. Comey? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a rap name. Yo, James B. Comey. What the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> is, it, is being Comey something? Yeah, like, I gotta be Comey. I don't know. It could be. It is now. Okay. Yeah, let's make it a thing. All right. Hashtag be Comey. Ha- hashtag be Comey. But it's not a cover band, so don't get it confused. Yes, yeah. No, it's a totally different thing that has a hashtag in front of it. <laughs> hashtag be Comey. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, like, when you, when your boss makes you uncomfortable? <laughs> yeah, okay. You, you do, it made me be Comey. <laughs> <laughs> and then you tell them, like, you, oh, Jesus. you uh, yeah. have a Senate hearing about it. <laughs> Yeah. It's a very specific instance. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the F- James B. Comey, the FBI director, initially leading the investigation, constitutes obstruction of justice. So his decision to fire Comey, mm-hmm. which it does. Yes, it does. Uh, he has asked the White House for emails and documents related to these matters, and Mr. Cobb has organized a request into 13 categories, but officials would not describe them in more detail. Nice. Well, why, th- why would we need if more I were if I, if I were the reporters, I would just hang around them at lunch. You'll probably find out. It seems like it. <laughs> yeah. okay, but why would you do that? Why would you talk about stuff like this in the open? It doesn't think, make any fucking sense. Unless I've watched unless the X-Files. Doing That's it. when shit goes wrong. <laughs> unless they're doing it to cover their ass when this all goes really bad. Yeah, by letting the world hear. Hey, yeah. I colluded. Well, well, no, just to say, like, well, it wasn't our fault. 
You know, we're working with some... Anyway. anyway. Whatever. All right. They're fucking dumbasses. Yeah. So far, officials said the White House has not turned down any request. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Trump's aide said they were scrambling to respond to the request to avoid a subpoena that might make it look as if the White House Jesus. was not cooperating. Mr. Cobb hoped to turn over a trove of documents this week, according to people close to the legal team. Mr. Cobb argues that the best strategy is to be as forthcoming as possible. <laughs> Even erring on the side of inclusion... When it comes to producing documents, so they're gonna they're gonna include the black ones too. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Be new o- for the o- Republicans. Only, o- only three fourths of it, because <laughs> <laughs> they don't think African Americans are people. All right, yes, <laughs> Austin. That's the fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Too bad we didn't fight a war over that. Day it's funny that kind of too. Thinking. You know why? Because in our show, it's like we view Republicans as three fourths of a person. Mm. And yet we still let them vote, and we don't own them. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, at least they only have three fourths of a brain. Yeah, has to be. Anyway, God, they're still a full person. Yeah, we just should maybe you know let them be their own country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you're on my side. <laughs> uh, come on, England. <laughs> I'm not loyal. (laughs) So, Mr. Cobb argues that the best strategy is to be as forthcoming as possible, even erring on the side of inclusion when it comes to producing documents, because he maintains the evidence will show Mr. Trump did nothing wrong. Yeah. Wow, he's a terrible lawyer. Yeah, he is. Mr. McCann has told colleagues that he's concerned that Mr. Cobb's liberal approach, that's the liberal approach, (laughs) could limit any later assertion of executive privilege. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I'd actually kind of like him to do that. Yeah, Yeah, interesting. Interesting. He has also blamed Mr. Cobb for the show, uh, for the slow collection of documents. Really? Okay. Huh, that's interesting. Okay. Compli- oh, there's something else complicating the situation? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Complicating the situation is that Mr. McGann himself is a likely witness. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Mr. Mueller wants to interview him about Mr. Comey's dismissal and the White House's handling of questions about a June 2016 meeting between uh, Lil Donnie Trump Jr., and a Russian lawyer said to be offering incriminating evidence about Hillary Clinton. Mr. McGann is willing to meet with the investigators and answer questions, but his lawyer, Bill Burke, has asked Mr. Cobb to tell him whether the president wants to assert either attorney-client or executive privilege, according to lawyers close to the case. Mr. McGann could face legal jeopardy or, or lose his law license should he run afoul of rules governing which communications he can divulge. He did not respond to a request for comment. Austin, this whole thing is And he nuts. also looks like this. That's Mr. Cobb. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like a fat Monopoly man. So it's uh, not shocking that they found him at a restaurant. <laughs> right. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. So That's a nice mustache, though. So the lawyer that doesn't want to turn over information is the lawyer who has a lawyer because he's also being looked into. <laughs> this is like an intricate web of incompetence. <laughs> This is crazy. I know. Just in case you hadn't been paying attention to the Russia saga, it's still going. <laughs> I know. If it weren't for, you know, the possible nuclear, nuclear war, end of the planet, uh, this would be yeah. the top story oh. forever and ever. I kind of, I'm okay with it not being, though, because it's still going on. That's all yeah. I care about. But I mean, it's so interesting that people would be talking about this nonstop. I know. There's so much to it. And I that's know. probably only a part of it. That's only that one story. I mean, I mean this shit makes Watergate look like, you know, know. like kitty playtime. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Which I'm, you shouldn't that? take part in if you're Catholic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Every week you got to get a shot in at the Catholics. 
I'm pretty sure we're going to later, yeah. which we yes. didn't do before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So what do you think, Tom? What do I think? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think. Um, I think I'm. I'm. I, I don't know. All right. Well. Well I, said. I think that this is ridiculous. I think this is like a lifetime movie, like a, a political, <laughs> sorry, a political but lifetime. But movie. there's no women involved. Not yet. <laughs> but I'm sure somewhere, somewhere down the line, there has to be. I don't know. There's only like two women in the entirety of the Trump this administration. Is, yeah, true. <laughs> and one of them is daughter. Um, <laughs> this is crazy. This is a crazy story. Yeah, I know. And it's only unfolding now. So yeah. I'm, I'm a look. We're gonna have to keep an eye on this. Just yeah. see where it goes. And just the way that they found out about some of this eating lunch. I know. It's crazy. I know. Uh, all right. That's about that. Just about does it for the Trump report. Go. Yeah, the thing you say every week. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we come back, we will uh, answer some questions. There's a bunch of them. No, the so, twittering. The twittering. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Show. Mm. Is that what we're calling it now? Professional? The professional all over. All right. <laughs> it has officially changed. It sounds like. <laughs> what? It sounds like a show about hookers. <laughs> so professionals all it's over. It's my prostitutes. <laughs> oh, we have another Lord. big announcement for everyone. <laughs> yes, we have decided to leave the show in pursuit of becoming pole dancers. Hmm. Yeah. It'd be a strong pole. <laughs> God. All right. All right. So uh, we have something uh, new to drink. Yeah, ish. but it's not new. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's new for today. It's an old friend. It is a very good friend. Yeah. Welcome back, friend. <laughs> it is from Founders, and it is. Say it. <laughs> None of the ones. Oh, come on. <laughs> Breakfast stout. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy about it. It is a double chocolate coffee oatmeal <gasps> stout. I know. I know. I know. It's oh man. Oh Jesus. All right. I could just like, I could live on this forever. <laughs> Cheers and let's enjoy a delightful treat. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> this mm. is still my favorite. Until yeah. today, it's my yeah. favorite. It's just, it, all right. It's the most coffee like stout that I've, I've had in all of the beer that we've drunk. Drank, drunk, drinked. Um, drink it did. Drink it did. <laughs> this is the most coffee filled. The double chocolate kicks in. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I think for me, my favorites are. It's this one. <laughs> that warlock we had was unbelievable. That was really good. Yeah, I know. And then That's the imperial up. pumpkin. I'm not sure which one's my favorite, but they were all. I, I'm not sold a hundred percent to put it on my top five for the imperial pumpkin ale. Although when I went to a local bar, which I won't say, but um, I had that because they were selling it, and oh, yeah? it was really good. <laughs> Well, it sounds like at another local bar, mm. they have a cold-pressed coffee pumpkin ale. Oh, my God. That's so good. Yeah. Stop, stop talking. All right. Sorry. I've enjoyed that, so go ahead and do your thing. What thing? Um, nothing. How about we move right to the questions? 
You mean the questions on a particular social media outlet? Nope. <laughs> Not that at all. Just the questions that were sent in the ether. Don't look at it. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, what was that? Don't look. It's Twitter time. Professional. All right. Uh, yes. So we're not going to start with the questions because I don't know. Are you new here? Yeah, hi. <laughs> hi. It's my first day. Okay. Uh, I, I was um, I, I was curious over the weekend, and for the past, like, 18 what? years of my life, um, <laughs> like- the poll... <laughs> Very specific. The poll of the week, if it unfreezes... Huh? It's a frozen poll. It's frozen. There we Is go. Is that the frozen poll you're going to dance on? <laughs> I don't want a frozen poll. <laughs> I want my balls to, to get stuck to it. Oh no! <laughs> the, the, the balls are. I can't handle this. Oh no! Peel, this is going. Peel them off. Oh no! No um, no no more speaking from you. <laughs> who was the best pair in music? Now I left it pretty open because I wanted it to not just be like. It doesn't have to be a singer songwriter combo. It could be a writer. Uh, of lyrics and music it could be any match but in a band or like simon and garfunkel sort of deal and i gave a couple uh in that case it was also the band name (laughs) yes Uh, i gave a couple like from really good and they get worse and then other Ah. the first one is the obvious winner i'm not even gonna let you no come on no hall and oats (laughs) no no lennon and mccartney yeah from a band that you may not have heard of um they were around for only a few years yes (laughs) wings Wings, with ringo star yeah um oh oh i'm sorry the producers are telling me it's the beatles uh and then the second was uh roger waters david gilmore Mm -hmm. in honor of you going to the roger water concert i did which was seems pretty cool it was very cool and then and yes wartrad i'm no longer jealous (laughs) right i was when you posted that picture and then the third option was uh glenn frey and don henley from a band called eagles or or eagles they shouldn't even be on there well, I put them on nah, purpose because care. they did have a lot of hits together, so I'll leave it alone. And then other. If only they just hit each other a lot. So the winner <laughs> was obviously Lennon McCartney. Yep. I knew that was going to be the winner from the beginning. That's why it's I didn't. obvious. It's very obvious. Um, other was in second place. Other was? Other was. Now, it's obviously a collection of people, so I'm going to read oh, other suggestions. Give us a couple. And then uh, Waters and Gilmore were third, and Frey. I'm and guessing Henry. there were probably some joke ones too. No, not really. I don't oh, think wow. so. Hmm. Uh, Garfunkel and Oates. Okay, that's a joke one. That's a joke one. Yeah. So I didn't even it's notice a good show, that one. Though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's no, that's see. a show. I'm okay. serious. Hatfield and Medley. Uh, <clears throat> nah, it's okay to be wrong. Why'd you like this? What? You definitely went through and liked this. I did not like did this. Page and Plant? Oh, yeah. I did like that because I knew it would piss you off. <laughs> and then this one's a little... Maybe I could... Listen, it's not my musical genre. It's not yours. So we could be misguided. Uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg? <laughs> no, I didn't know they were partners. I didn't either, mm. but I don't know if I would put them as the best pair. I just don't... I don't see how I you I don't could. know enough. Yeah, maybe they are. Uh, Page and Plant is actually a very good one. That's mm-hmm. a perfect example of lead guitarist, music writer, and then the lyric writer. I noticed all of the uh, responses were missing Lee and Lifeson. A little sad. A little bit. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. You know mm. what? I didn't even think about that. But yeah. that's a good one. But yeah. I also don't know if you could because you also have Neil Pert. And that's not a pair at that point. Because you can't really just have those two because Neil Pert's. Well, I mean. You know what I mean? I mean, everything was credited to Lennon McCartney, but there was input from all the members. Yeah. Like, I was also thinking about, um, wow, I'm drawing blanks right now, but from The Who. Um, oh, yeah. But that was really just Pete Townsend. Yeah. He yeah. wrote everything. As a matter of fact, Quadrophenia was credited as uh, Quadrophenia by Pete Townsend. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> so give me a couple that you think are the best pair other than, obviously, Lennon McCartney. Other than the ones you have? Yeah. Oh. Um, hmm. Damn, that's tough because <laughs> a lot of the other ones I think of are just um, like single writers. Right. Like Dylan. Um, I guess. It's true. Yeah. I guess Jagger Richards. I, guess, that, I think yeah, they wrote most I, of them. I would say yeah. those two, yeah. Um. <clears throat> I really thought that Waters and Gilmore would get a lot more attention nah. because Roger Waters is the key aspect in the lyrics and Gilmore is the key aspect in music. There's really no line. It's that and that. You know, they don't like blend in like Lennon and McCartney did a little bit of both. I think that's why they're better. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Yeah. But it's more defined. So I really thought Gilmore and Waters were going to mm. get a little bit more love. But I bet there's all. a lot of people who didn't even know who they were. I wanted to put the band name, but I couldn't fit them. Yeah. So I couldn't just put one or two. So <clears throat> I kind of hoped that people would, but no, I, I don't think anybody knew who Frey and Henley was. I, really well, I knew who they were. Well, it makes me sad. Awesome. <laughs> I know you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that was the poll. So I just wanted to see what people thought about that. Maybe it's, uh, it's cool. for a different genre, maybe uh, Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones. Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm trying to think from like even today, today. <clears throat> oh, today? Because oh. I can't think of too many. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot, but nothing. But not many are pairs like that. Right, yeah. yeah. A lot of times it's just one or a collection of like the entire, entire group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's tough. Yeah. yeah. I, if I knew who wrote the lyrics for like Iron Maiden, I don't know if it was just Bruce. Or I think it was. So in that case, because I don't think he did the music. No, I don't think he plays an instrument. Yeah. So, no, he never did. So yeah. I assume that wasn't him. No, he him. flies the jet. <laughs> he does fly the yeah. jet, which is really cool. So maybe if it's if one of them, there's like two lead guitarists there. Oh, what about, maybe Adrian Smith. What about Ozzy Osbourne and Richie Blackmore? That's a good one. Yeah, yeah that's a really good one. Yeah. I mean, it's a little- For a couple sh- albums. Yeah, it's a co- <laughs> little short-lived, but that's a good one too. Or you could you could maybe even do uh, Ozzy and uh, Tony Iommi. Maybe. No, that's what I meant. Yeah, Tony Iommi. Yeah. Um. Well, what, what what's the uh, guitarist from uh, Crazy Train? The one who died. Oh, in Randy the, Rhodes. Yeah, maybe yeah. you could do Ozzy and Randy Rhodes. <clears throat> yeah. That was a cool dynamic for a little while. Real but brief. Yeah. Obviously, uh, yeah. Randy passed away pretty soon. But yeah. So there's a lot of cool little options. That's why I was hoping more people would comment. But you know, <laughs> Tom is scolding the audience now. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, let's move on to some questions because we okay. got a shit ton of them. All right. Let's start off with my friend Dan Pineda, at Dan Pineda 88. Um, th- thoughts on <laughs> thoughts <laughs> thoughts on senile old people driving on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> uh, uh, don't do that. <laughs> that's the, that's maybe one of the funniest questions I've ever seen. <laughs> Is that like a phenomenon? You know what? Fuck it, Austin. I'm going to go against the grain here. And say, let them? Let them drive wherever they want. They they deserve the right to drive wherever they want. <laughs> okay, Tom. <laughs> then when he gets hit by one, and I have to replace him as a co-host. <laughs> funny. Uh, obviously. Maybe uh, they're not on the wrong side of the road. Maybe they're English. I, I don't know if Dan remembers this, but when we were roommates in South Carolina, I was coming home from work one day, mm-hmm. and it was this tiny little strip of a road, 
And obviously one lane going in, one lane coming out. I was on my lane going into the apartment complex. And so, so was an old lady. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. And I am slamming on the horn trying to get her attention. And she's staring right at me, but like cruising down my lane. And then finally I stop and I'm still slamming. And then like at the very last second, I swear to you, Austin, she looked, she squinted her eyes, looked at me. And she was like, uh-oh, and swerved <laughs> into her lane. Like, what? Uh, at least she swerved into her lane and not like oh, off God. the road the other way. <laughs> Crazy. Then I remember I ran into the apartment. I'm like, I can't wait till I fucking leave this state. There's <laughs> yeah. people in South Carolina that do not know how to drive. I don't no, give you a should sh- go to Florida. It's even worse. I bet. Because it's I five bet. lanes of them not knowing how to drive. Oh, my God. I think a better question would have been, what about senile old people being allowed to vote? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. In that case... <sighs> Austin, they're American citizens, so I would have to say... Cognitive test. Cognitive test. Uh, Next question from uh, at Wayward Willis. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What kind of morons are you going to have on your show this week? Well, (laughs) you're going to have to stay tuned to find out. Yeah. They're fun morons, though. Very fun morons. I wouldn't even call them morons. No, that was their word. That was their word. No. Next question. This comes from agent or at agency asset 39. So agent 39, so, which. So he's 39. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's not a bad one. No. 46 is pretty good. What are, what's yours again? <laughs> uh, if you don't know what agent 39 is, it's uh, one of the uh, many fun things that two skeptical chaps do. Yeah. Uh, you definitely check that checked out their show to figure out what that is. I don't want to spoil it for them. You know, go and listen to their podcast because it's And they it. bestowed agent numbers on us. Yeah. And worry. I am agent 46 yeah. and Tom. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> it's agent 45. At over pod. <laughs> Uh, would you rather be stranded in the wild with Bear Grylls or Les Stroud? And then uh, answer the damn question, Austin. You can't talk your way out of this one. That is in that tweet. All right. So let me, me go on one of my filibusters. Okay, go for it. Uh, uh, damn, I have nothing. I guess Bear Grylls then. <laughs> oh, oh, you are wrong. Sir. Am I wrong? Have you, all right. Before I say anything, have you ever watched either um, – Man yeah. versus Wild. I don't or know who Cyberman. these people are. Okay, the, the guy's first name is Bear. Bear, it seems Bear like. Grylls is um, a popular show for, called Man versus Wild, mm-hmm. and then Les Stroud was uh, the host of Survivor Man. So I used I to like w- how you know that, but you haven't seen Back to the Future because <laughs> I watched really every episode of Survivor Man because it's an it's a survival show. Okay, so Bear Grylls had a camera crew that followed him, and at, he would survive, quote unquote, in the wild eat raw food and show mm. that you can survive this way and this way. He was a former like like Navy SEAL equivalent in the UK, blah, 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 blah. Okay. But behind the scenes, he was taking shots to not get sick. He uh, was staying in hotels down the highway. Well, everybody knows the key to survival is comfort and inoculations. <laughs> exactly. Inoculations. Now, wow, so the I beer's used, starting to kick in. I used to watch that show uh-huh. until Survivor Man started showing, and I started watching that with my dad. Survivor Man was him alone. He, he filmed himself. He had a whole bunch of cameras, and he would actually like film himself walking and then walk back to grab the camera. Like he won awards for his camera work. Really? Yeah. Mm. It's it's really cool. And at the same time, showing you correct ways to survive in the wild. Okay. Um, so in you can probably tell by my definite by my explanation. Uh Les Shroud. Okay. <laughs> I would well, then I'll defer to you on that one. Yeah, I definitely because Bear Grylls sure. is he, if you're gonna well, go his by first sur- name was Bear. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's not. Les Stroud is also from Canada. 
No, oh, all right. And so, he's yeah. a and he's a musician who writes his own music for his show. Okay. And it's like really cool. Like I, well, I'll show you a clip one day. It's all actually right. really cool. Okay. Um. So Les yeah. Strad, then. All right. Les Strad. That's fine. Next question, uh, from Agent Thirty Nine. See, I answered. The more- my name's spelled with an I, by the way. <laughs> yes, not not E N. <laughs> Uh, Is that the English way? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Discuss. Well, it's Mormon, and Tabernacle sounds like their euphemism for playing with your testicles. So <laughs> I don't think it doesn't and, sound good to me. And it's a choir, yeah. which means it's probably of little kids. Mm. Um, well, that's not necessarily true. Is no, it? it's not true like at all. <laughs> yeah, because that's just the Catholics. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about this, so I'm gonna have to defer to you. I really don't know anything about this. I don't know much about it. I just know like the the tabernacles, the big church. That's what they call their big church. Okay, so let's discuss that. So they're a morbid tabernacle. They're fucking corrupt as anything else. Yeah, and they probably sing very delightfully. Maybe do they? I wonder if they like rap. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I wonder if the Mormon rap. (laughs) Oh yes. That is my new cover band, oh, Mormon no. Rap. That's not a good one. No, I'll not. come up with a better one. They started out oh, under a man named George Careless. <laughs> Get out of here. No, it's true. Wow. That's appropriate. Yeah. Seems careless. I don't know. They're probably good. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right, next question, also from Agent 39. They won awards. This is a little harder. <laughs> Fuck, marry, or kill. This is the easy one because it's two of them. Okay. So we'll do the easy one first. Uh, so fuck, marry, kill. You'll go first. Doctor. <laughs> oh, no. He's going to kill me. <laughs> doctor. Oh, I get to choose nin- for it. Okay. Ninja and a monkey. Uh-huh. Now, obviously, that is at Dr. Ninja Monkey, no. who we will answer questions for in a second. <laughs> but so fuck, marry, kill. A doctor, a ninja, or a monkey? I believe you fuck a ninja. Okay. You marry a doctor. Of course. And you kill a monkey. Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> yeah, I said. Yeah. Hey, were you going to marry the, the doctor because the money? Mm. Um, I'm not fucking a monkey, so I'll fuck the ninja. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, that's right. Peter Gabriel said, shock the monkey, not fuck the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> fuck and the then, monkey. Uh, she didn't fucking kill the monkey. <laughs> Next one is a little harder, though. Also from Agent 39. Uh, fuck, marry, kill. Pastor Manning? Uh, Gordon Klingschmidt, uh, Glenn Beck. Uh, <laughs> so the worst part is you're gonna have to fuck one of them. <laughs> so you go first. I'll go first since you went first last time. All right. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. Um. You fuck Glenn Beck. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Mm. You marry Pastor Manning. You marry Pastor Manning. And you kill Gordon K- Klingenschmidt. And the reason why is because I think Pastor Manning would be hilarious. <laughs> I think it could work out. Hmm. Because I mean, you do not have to fuck in the marriage according to the rules of this game. That's true. So, I'm just saying. But I'm sure he would want to. <laughs> Probably. Because he is obsessed with the butt stuff. The butthole! Yeah. Uh, your turn. Mm. Sounds like you might have a different. different Does it have idea. to be in that order? Fuck, marry, kill. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it has to be in that order. Yeah. Wow. Well, damn. All right. Because otherwise, I would just kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an option. <laughs> All right. So, um, I don't know. I think. I think you'd have to fuck Pastor Manning. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Well, it seems like he might want it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't know. Sometimes I think Glenn might too. Just saying. Hmm. Yeah, but he's not so vocal about his <laughs> obsession with the butthole. All right, so that means you have to either marry Klingschmidt or Beck or kill one of them. I think you would marry Glenn Beck. Really? Because of all of them, he has the most money. <laughs> oh, I didn't think yeah. of that one. Oddly enough, because I thought about a doctor having money last yeah. time. And not only that, I think um, there's a chance that you could make him reasonable. Maybe Obama. Don't forget, Obama apparently made him more tolerable. Yeah, yeah. Just by being a president. Yeah, and then yeah, you kill Gordon Klingenschmidt. So we had... both agree on killing Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all right. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Of course, I wouldn't do any of those things because then where would we get our videos from? <laughs> that is actually true. That's yeah. three of our. Well, yeah. two. We don't really use Glenn too much. So the final question from Agent Thirty Nine is where do we fall on the Kinsey scale? So well, I've he been, had a lot of questions this week. He did, yeah, mm-hmm. and there's more coming from uh, Doctor Ninja Monkey. <laughs> Maybe I'll weasel my way out of this one. He didn't say I couldn't. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so uh, the Kinsey scale is apparently. I mean, what's the actual definition of it? I'm not 100 percent sure, but it it's like uh, it, well, it says the Kinsey scale of sexual behavior. Mm. So for, it, it rates from one from zero to six. Zero being uh, exclusively heterosexual, and mm. then six being exclusively homosexual. I wonder why only six. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm actually not too sure. Um, All right. Yeah, so... So go step by step. Is so, there like descriptions for each step? Yeah. Okay. So zero is exclusively heterosexual behavior. Uh-huh. One is incidental homosexual behavior, which I'm not too sure <laughs> what, what that means. What does that mean? Number two is... <laughs> <laughs> this is even weirder. Number two is more than incidental homosexual behavior. <laughs> no... <laughs> <laughs> Number three is equal amount of homo and heterosexual behavior. So I guess that's like the definition that's of like, like bisexual. Right in, well, not the definition, but that's like right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number four is more than incidental heterosexual behavior. Number five is incidental heterosexual behavior. And then number six is exclusively homosexual behavior. This actually uses colors cool too. So like the first one in zero, the guy is all blue and the girl is all pink. The second one, the guy is all blue. The girl is all pink except for like a part. Yeah. So a little blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then two, the guy has a little pink. The girl has a little blue. Okay. Three, it's almost even pink and blue for both. Okay. Four, two guys, but mostly pink. That's interesting. Five, two girls, almost all blue. And then six, two guys, all pink. Okay. That makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird scale. It is. Yeah. Um. So what I'm thinking is it's like from zero to six, how like... I don't know. I don't know how to answer this one with not knowing the scale completely, but um I'll take a stab at it. Yeah, go for it. Um If I understand the scale right, I'm guessing around a four. Yeah, four is equal amount of homo and heterosexual behavior. Yeah. Uh depending on the day sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> a little one way or the other. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'll answer the exact same way. Yeah. I'll answer the exact same way. Um Yeah, I don't know. That's a this is a weird scale. It's tough because it's more of a people thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But all the I'm looking through like more than one of these scales in images. No, but I mean, like it's same. it's tough to answer that question because it's. I mean, for, for me personally, it's more of a people thing. It's oh, not yeah, so yeah. much a no, gender yeah. thing. It, yeah. it, pretty much exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. So there's that. That's weird. <laughs> the <laughs> so scale is weird. That obviously. uh, maybe answers your question. I don't know. I don't know. Probably yeah. probably not. 
four or five for me. I yeah. guess anywhere three to five for you. Probably yeah, four four and maybe like four and a half. All right, we maybe probably five. made that way more complicated yeah. than it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. So our next question comes from Doctor Ninja Monkey. Uh, another country is interested in taking Donald Trump off your hands. To oh, become, go ahead. Yes, to become their leader instead. Um, Just yes. You don't have to read the rest. Well, of it. <laughs> what is your sales pitch? Uh, uh, hmm. He makes TV advertisers a lot of money. Well, he makes the TV stations a lot of money. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Halloween, a lot of orange. No, know, he's, yeah, he's you practically can use a him pumpkin. At, you yeah. can you make that your national holiday. There you go. And he could be the, the, the you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, mascot. Mascot for yeah. Halloween. He's That's, probably not too bad in an exclusively white nation. <laughs> Sweden hit us up. <laughs> um, oh no, he would destroy Sweden. <laughs> um, well, um, this is hard. This is really hard. They're not going to take him, are they? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh um, no, no. <laughs> kind of ruins. If your country. country is into incest, there's a possibility. There you go. Yeah, it's about all I got. Yeah. Uh. Oh, he's Russian. Hey, Russia. Oh, they could have him. Yep, let's yeah. the, done deal. Okay. Oh, Russia just called us. It's a done deal. Um, I feel like those weren't very good sales pitches. No, they're not. Mm, no wonder I never made it as a salesman. Question number two from Dr. Ninja Monkey. Best chat up line. Look your co-host in the eye while answering. All right, so this is America, and we say pickup line. Oh, the correct, that's what he's talking about. I think so. Uh, mm. But he's wrong in chat up line, so. <laughs> Sounds like something you'd call in the eighties. Yeah, like yeah, the, like a chat up line. It sounds like yeah, it sounds like you're calling like for phone sex. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, like, that's what I thought too. Hey, <laughs> thank you for calling the chat up line. Would you like me to remove a pair of my socks? <laughs> socks? That's the best you're giving me. Socks? This is like three dollars a minute. You're this, starting with the socks. Excuse me. This is the foot fetish chat up line. Oh fuck! I never get these numbers right. Well, I shouldn't have dialed one eight hundred foot. In all honesty, one time we were trying to call for. Oh, a, no. Yeah, me and my mom. This is oh, me and no. mom. We were trying to call for a, a, a snowplow to come, <laughs> and the Did number and the number was like one eight one uh, like eight one eight truck. And I think I typed in eight six six truck, and I put it on speaker so we could talk to the person. And it was a phone sex hotline. So it was a different kind of plow that you got. It was a different kind of plowing and trucking. <laughs> it was like. A little awkward. Oh my god, um, that's amazing. So, um, Austin, <clears throat> my best pickup line. Oh. Are you from Tennessee? <laughs> no, I can't do this. Because you're the only ten I see. Oh man, <laughs> wow, that was horrifying. That's the best I got, All which right. is also part of the reason why I'm single. <laughs> I'll try mine. Okay. Hey. Hey. I didn't vote for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm instantly turned on. Yeah. <laughs> next question. No, it wouldn't be. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Um, next question. No, it really is getting fucking hot. Yeah, in I here. know. Yeah. Like I, I'm <laughs> dripping sweat here. Um, next question. Also, Doctor Ninja Monkey. You need to rob a local bank. Best mm. plan you can come with, come up with right now. Bonus points for style. Okay. Right now, a local bank. Okay. Go ahead, Tom. Um, 
I'll okay because we're in a very red area. Dress up like Trump, mm. full mask, everything, but like a, a legit mask. Mm, they'll I never look, know the difference. Yeah, I walk in, I talk like this, I talk about the yeah. border wall. So and, close. Yeah, probably not, but they, they're stupid, you know. So they don't need to yeah, actually make, make your bank account great exactly. again. Exactly, and and that's what I'll say. I say <laughs> so. We're having trouble with the corrupt Democrats and crooked Hillary, and I can't get funding for the wall, so mm. I need the money from this bank, okay? And then they'll just give it to me, and then I go home, and I spend it. <laughs> spend it. <laughs> that was the whole plan. Yeah. You dress up like Trump, and they just give you the money. Yeah. Okay. It's a local bank, though. Remember that. <laughs> a local bank. Okay. I've been to the local banks here. Mm. Well, seeing as the local banks seem to get robbed like once a week, you know, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's easy. You should ask one of them. <laughs> no, I think uh, this being the 21st century and all, I'd find a friend who's good at hacking, and then I would just have them hack into the bank and steal the money <laughs> digitally, because that's really easy. That's true. And There's I'm pretty really lazy. Not much paper money anymore. <laughs> yeah, so, so as long as you can, you know, right. reappropriate the digital currency. All right, Dan, who won that? You, you tell us. <laughs> yeah, they're both really horrible. <laughs> Next one, easiest one. Uh, special skill acquired. You dance like Michael Jackson or you sing like Freddie Mercury. All right, so like Queen's my favorite band, so I'm go- I'm going to... Did you just go, ugh? Yeah, because it's such an easy answer for you. Oh. So it's a pointless question. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And I can already do both, so... <laughs> It's not a superpower. You cannot sing like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> and I've never seen your ass dance. So let's chill with that. Dance. What the fuck is no, I probably agree. Yeah, sing like Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah, that would be great for you. Yeah, dancing is boring. Maybe we finally get your fucking album completed. Mm, probably not. Freddie Mercury is a perfectionist. Yeah. It took him so. like four months just to like be, do the beginning of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, so it'll <laughs> and probably take even longer. That's then. the easiest part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, next question. Um, read this in the voice of Clint Eastwood, Austin. Do you feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? But read it, it, it like say that. Like Clint Eastwood. So I have to imagine I'm talking to an empty chair, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic. Yeah. Do you feel lucky? Hmm. Do you, punk? All right, not bad. Nah, it's a little more Harrison Ford. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> All right, let me try. Do you feel lucky? Well, do you? Punk. No. No? No. I remember the punk was really violent. Yeah. So I tried to... I don't know. I don't have a deep voice. You have to have it's like difficult. A, you have yeah. to have a deep voice to do a voice like that. But Now his voice sounds completely like gravel. Yeah, it's really... It's like... Yeah. Yeah. It's like those were like, lines. Like Dick Cheney. <laughs> yeah. Last question. As okay. always, we end it with propaganda. Mm-hmm. Are you K-correspondent? Who I am in talks with finally about coming back to the show oh, nice. to give us an update on the UK. So... Uh, maybe next week if we can somehow get our schedules sorted out. It's hard <laughs> yes. because he's in not America. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's definitely in big not America. Question for this week. As by members of the LGBTI community, we don't have full hurricane and flood causing superpowers. Says who? What <laughs> minor superpower would you each choose and why? A minor superpower? Mm. So you can't fly... No x-ray vision sort of deal. That's major superpowers, I guess. Mm. Minor superpowers. Ah, that's a good question. Is mind reading a minor or is that major? That seems pretty major yeah. if you could read other people's minds. Because I that's always one I would like. Mm. That could, would be, yeah. You could really learn what people are thinking, you know? Yeah. 
I don't know if I'd want that one. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know what people are actually thinking. I do. Okay. Fuck people. I would have the superpower to never get drunk. Ah. See, I don't know if I'd want that one. Me neither, because I like getting yeah. drunk. <laughs> um, I think I would fulfill the first line in a Roger Waters song and make the veins a little less susceptible to alcohol and a little less prone to aging. That would be my <laughs> minor superpower. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, my superpower would be to turn anything I want, any kind of anything I want, into my favorite beer or liquor drink. Mm. Like, I, I can see, because I don't like to eat steak. If I see a steak, I'll be like, bam, Long Island iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's a minor superpower. It doesn't help anybody but me. Okay. Is that it? I think so. I think so too. A lot of questions this week. Thank you. Probably, yeah. We could could have probably broke some into that <laughs> next week, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all um, right. I'm sure we'll have twice as many next week. <laughs> yeah, and probably. Let's take a break, mm-hmm. and we'll come back with our special interview. Sounds good. Sweet. And the fool's heart, the fool's heart, and it's home again. And the fool's heart is a fool. All right, welcome back. Um, before we introduce our beer for this segment, um, let's introduce the guests that we had promised you earlier in the show. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I, I mean, we could just leave them on Skype and just continue. No, I'm, I'm content to just listen. I'll, I'll just sit in the corner quietly. Joining us are a father and son podcast known as the Wayward Willis, John and Logan. Hi guys. Hey guys. Hello friends. We exist. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to you know the show. You guys, um, at least John. As far I, I went on your podcast early on, episode like two, I think, or something like that, which was yeah, that was our uh, lowest rated episode so far. I believe it. <laughs> that sounds about right. I believe it. Which, which let's be honest, they're they're all just terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, friends of the show, so welcome. It's a it's a pleasure to have you guys on. Yeah, we're glad to be here. It's uh, it's okay to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's about what I say every single day. <laughs> <laughs> um, look i'm i'm just glad to be alive right now so mm. yeah me too me too that might end <laughs> yeah. i'm pretty tired <laughs> uh, but let's get this uh round kicked off the correct way uh austin and i have a new beer and i believe you guys have uh some sort of alcoholic beverage i would imagine or something of i sort. came armed Ooh, oh i nice. am also in possession of alcohol all right <laughs> ours is a new england harvest it is uh, Harpoon Pumpkin Cider. Uh, it's 4.8% alcohol, so it's kind of a nice toned down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Austin's favorite food in a drink. Austin's is, a big yeah. fan of pumpkin. Yeah. So why don't you guys introduce your... Ooh, wow, that smells so good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce your drinks? You go All right. ahead. Okay, I'll go first. So I want you to close your eyes. I want you to imagine <laughs> that you're on a beach. This is surf, this is surf. what this show is going to be like. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay, I, I I see it. I see it. All right, all right. If, if you got that in your mind, now imagine you pick up an icy cold bottle and you take a sip, and it is 
a crisp, clean, 5% alcohol by volume Ace Pineapple Hard Cider. No. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. And I can safely say we did not actually plan having ciders together. No. So that's a, co- no, but, a coincidence there. Yeah, well, but I mentioned earlier that you guys are very appropriate right now because Logan and I don't drink beer, but we do enjoy good cider. Ooh, well, okay. I basically enjoy anything that tastes good in my mouth as opposed to not good urine, which I promise... <laughs> All urine is probably bad, but I wouldn't know. That's what I. That's what I, I don't hear. know because Budweiser bottles it and makes a lot of money. Or <laughs> <laughs> urine, right? Yeah, prepare sure. to have your minds blown. Oh God. Because what I hold in this cup right here, with ice, evidently. Yeah, is what they call the cool kids call a dark and stormy. Mm, I don't know what which that is. is. It is a mixed cocktail with dark rum, lime juice, and. Uh, something else. I'm already too tipsy to remember. There we go. So. <laughs> okay. So he had a Rick Perry moment. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be okay. I promise. Okay. You know, it's really a Rick Perry moment. As if then we put him in charge of that ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You are now in charge of the whatever it is uh, for the next four years. Well, oh, oh, it's ginger beer. That's what it is. Ah, ginger beer. Okay. Ginger beer, dark rum, and lime juice. Okay. And then it is on the rocks with a lovely little straw sticking out of it. <laughs> okay. Way to go really bougie on that, but that's fine. <laughs> hey, um, no hate. No, no, hate. no hate at all. Uh, all right. So we'll do a symbolic cheers for you guys. Austin yeah. and I can actually do the cheers. So yeah. uh, cheers and to, uh, to our first joint. Clink. Yeah. Clink. You say joint every week I, and then you don't bring one. It's <laughs> so rude. <laughs> oh this is really pumpkin-y i know <laughs> this is like i just licked the inside of a pumpkin what is it with you and licking things <laughs> you say that about everything <laughs> i only lick things that taste good all right <laughs> and we're off <laughs> so as uh as we mentioned um before you guys are both uh you're the hosts of your podcast obviously called the wayward willis uh so go ahead introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about the podcast for those who actually who do not know about your podcast all right well i have a feeling that a lot of people don't know about our podcast um but Pretty much everyone really <laughs> yeah, I, know. Population. I know i like your podcast so yeah. oh well, well, that's, that's that's assuming that you're someone <laughs> wow. it, it is questionable. It is questionable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, getting back on track. <laughs> so yeah, we're we started up fairly recently. Um I wanted to do something that was fun and lighthearted, um, but still a little bit topical and, and can be serious at times. So we decided that we were going to start up this podcast as father and son. Um me with a very strict authoritarian Christian religious upbringing and Logan um, not having really been exposed to much of religion at all for his whole life. Except in the worst sort of ways. Yes. Mm. Like every possible bad way to be exposed to religion is how I experienced religion growing up. 
Well, you weren't an altar boy, so there's that. So my, <laughs> so my, exactly mind, my mind automatically went to that, and I'm like, I don't know if I should ask. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, I think that just makes you all really fucked up, but, you know, it is a what A little it is. bit, a little bit, but you can't blame us, because that's kind I of... I guess that's true, because it does unfortunately happen. Yeah, no, a lot. <clears throat> I, 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 I grew up pretty much secular. I had a couple of really bad brushes with religion, um, and we actually kind of talk about that over the course of the episodes. Um, every once in a while we'll have like a little monologue piece where we tell some of our rich backstory, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, that's, that's sort of my dynamic is most of the stuff that we talk about, um, is pretty fresh for me because we discuss, uh, pieces, components of the Bible that I'm like, wait, what, what the, what the actual (laughs) fuck that's part of the Bible. This is what people buy into. So yeah, a lot of my reactions are, uh, pretty like actually knee jerk, like, I've never heard of this before. This is the first time that you're hearing my reaction to it sort of things. But my purpose on the podcast is mostly just to derail things and make everybody cry. <laughs> does a great job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Logan is, Logan is kind of like my role here. It's pretty much what I do. Oh, is that what you do? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, is, it is a gift. So, <laughs> Well, we should cherish our gifts. Yeah. All right, so do we want to talk about this uh, Lance Walnow thing? Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go for that. Uh, Austin has an article that he found that I kind of it, it plays into the hurricane from a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I ju- Austin's going to read it, and we just want to get your uh, reactions as well as ours. Yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, Pastor Lance Wallnow, who has a ridiculous name, yeah. um, decided yeah. that it was within his authority, given to him by God, apparently, to demand that Hurricane Irma go back into the ocean. Um, it was about as successful as it sounds, and uh, <laughs> and now he is not apologizing for it, even after he told people that they didn't need to leave because he would make it go away. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very nice. So, well, it's then. Very, it's very Christian of him. <laughs> very Christian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, in his defense, um, Jesus did tell his disciples that they would do great miracles actually it's probably about the time that irma because wasn't irma actually like going off to the left of florida and then all of a sudden it cut back across the peninsula maybe it was at that point (laughs) maybe they're just going back to get lance wall now yeah might have been fuck you man i do what i want (laughs) (laughs) and then it goes back inland and then goes back then it was like a zigzaggy hurricane it, it was odd, yeah. It, it didn't listen to any of them. No. Because that's, <laughs> oddly enough, this is not the only person pretending to talk to the fucking storm. That's the crazy <laughs> part about this. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we covered a person. I forgot who it was. It was uh, it was some chick. Oh, Kat Kerr. Kat Kerr? Was that her <laughs> yeah. name? She it's goes, barely a name. <laughs> she, she goes out with like a, like, like a wand. Yeah, a scepter. A scepter. And is trying to oh, steer the storm away. Like, are you nah. fucking kidding me? Yeah, where did they get this idea that they can control the storm i i don't know i didn't know that was in the bible yeah is it Um, no no (laughs) (laughs) i think it's just a a miracle thing like oh if we pray hard enough then miracles will happen yeah Mm. well i think there are a couple of things at play here so in my experience the uh fundamentalist christians who are also biblical literalists will take the stories um and the instructions from the New Testament, where Jesus said that um, they have 
you know, dominion over the earth. They will be able to perform miracles. In fact, he said they would be able to perform greater miracles than he did. And he raised someone from the fucking dead. So hmm. I don't know what's greater than that. Necromancy. <laughs> obviously making a, a hurricane go away. <laughs> obviously controlling a hurricane would be better, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like being able to perform necromancy is probably not as cool as being able to summon a hurricane over right. your worst enemies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But, here, but here's the weird thing, though, is that. These two were trying to make the hurricane go away while the rest of the famous TV preachers were saying that it was a punishment. Yes. So why were they trying to make God's punishment go away? Right. Well, it's all—it's always one thing or the other, right? I yeah. mean, because you can have the hurricane sweep through uh, a whole region of the United States and just wipe everything clean, whether it's full of atheists or gays or Christians or Muslims or whatever, it doesn't matter. It's completely indiscriminate, but, you know, obviously God's punishment. And then at the same time, there will be a telephone pole that's still standing after the storm passes through. And it looks like a cross. So <laughs> freaking miracle, everyone. It's a sign from the heavens. Confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah. Heaven confirmed. Did you, ever, did you ever see after, I think it was after there was a string of tornadoes that leveled almost an entire neighborhood. And this one woman, her house was semi-intact. And uh, I think it was Wolf Blitzer was oh, interviewing God. her. And he's like, the German tank. And he's like, you got to kind of thank a higher power. And she's like, actually, I'm an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't know what to say. So he threw it back to the newsroom. Yeah, that sounds that sounds Wolf Blitzery. Now, just to confirm, uh, because we actually didn't mention this, which we probably should have off the top. But like I said, I'm prepared. Um <laughs> Austin and I are both atheists, and yeah. where do you guys stand on that spectrum? Same, same thing, I assume, or what? Um, I would consider myself atheist. Uh, there probably doesn't need to be more any said to that, but basically, it's just like my experience with religion up until this point has been pretty like in your face, uh, borderline violent, Ooh. and that's one of my primary reasons. Like. The only time that I have ever been like physically pushed down on the ground, uh, that's happened twice in my life, and the only times it's ever happened has been because somebody who's religious is mad at me for not being religious. So were they Jehovah's? Uh, <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> did you piss off a Jehovah know. Witness? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, basically that that kind of just sets the stage for it. My experience with religion has always been like either go to hell or believe in god and then if you don't then you're a piece of shit and i don't care about you okay and uh i'd rather uh be a piece of shit than believe in imaginary ducktails yeah yeah i'm on the same page as you and what about you okay. there john first of all ducktails was a really good show <laughs> not non-fiction though <laughs> <laughs> scrooge scrooge big duck is not outside my window right now so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and that that's that is how you know if something is fictional. If it's sitting outside your window, that is the only explanation for it. Fact. Hmm. You I can't see it we had outside to your window. window. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> wanted to see what the fuck's out there. Just a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> just a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just Jesus. Do you have yeah, a moment today? Two. No. Nope. Slam. <laughs> <laughs> no. Two guys on bikes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so where do you stand yeah, that, so on that? Yeah, for me, you know, I already mentioned it. Uh, I was brought up very, very um, hardcore Christian. Uh, I was 
Southern Baptist uh, all through high school and, and was really Jesus-y. But then uh, once I got out of my parents' house and started experiencing the real world, like a lot of people do, um, I just came to realize that uh, all of that stuff was just bullshit. And um, I didn't need it. It took me a long time to get away from it, but now I'm, I would say, hard atheist. Um, I'm, I would say agnostic atheist because I'm not the type to say there is no God. Uh, what I would say is if it were even probable, or you, I guess what I would say is it is possible that there may be something out there, but it's not probable. And unless unless somebody can prove it to me, um, then I'm just not interested. No. Yeah, and I, I that's a good point you make at the very end, too, because it's always kind of fun to see how religious people can try to prove it to you. Because it, it never turns into anything tangible, I guess. Is yeah, it's not, no, it's always it's the not same so much thing. Proof. Yeah. It's not so much proof as it is, like, poetic speculation or just... Yeah. I mean, it's called faith for a reason because there's, exactly. not, there's no substance to it. You just have to say, well, I mean, I just know that it exists. I just know that exactly. it, and, it's and there. That's like what that's what always ends up happening. They'll try to defend it. And I've actually had people try to defend uh, the existence of God in a scientific way, but it always turns out to oh, be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, but it always ends up to be the same thing. You know what? I just know he's there. Mm. Oh, well, and that's okay. that, that's the thing is that like I actually <clears throat> I think we even briefly touched on this in one of our previous episodes where we were talking about people who actually like try to substantiate the uh, existence of God or like to reinforce the factual uh, basis of religion or certain parts of the Bible, basically, with with some like scientific approaches. But the way that they're going about it is just like, are you? kidding me this is not how science works like you right. can't just slap scientific words into something and pretend that you know what you're talking about exactly. oh i'm sorry is your bacterial flagellum not irreducibly complex <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> my yeah, mitochondria that... are incredibly offended right now <laughs> they should be mm. I, I think <laughs> i'm not sure you, you sciencey people you always yeah do. i think that that what you find is when people do try to rationalize their beliefs, it uh, typically ends up stemming from either um, a a misread of personal experience and attribution to something that they just wanted to confirm anyway, or it comes from just a woeful and fundamental misunderstanding of the science and the natural world. Right. Or the scientific theory, which is something that we discussed, I believe, in the <laughs> second to most recent episode for anybody who's actually keeping up. <laughs> well, well, by I, the time I, this I, comes out, we might actually have another episode. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> more episodes, more problems. There you go. Um, something. So you know, I once had a coworker tell me that she was convinced that God exists because of the Shroud of Turin. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Explain. And I, well, she said, well, because they have that shroud. I was like, the fake one? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, what? they proved it was real. I'm like, no, they didn't. <laughs> who proved it no, was they, real? They proved the opposite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, who proved it was oh, real? Oh, the man. Catholic Church. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, for the longest time, they wouldn't even let anybody examine it. Because, well, I mean, 
first of all, it was they were examining other things. They, yeah. <laughs> at the moment. No. Yeah, they didn't want him to do any DNA tests on this. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 you nasty. Speaking of nasty, let's talk about Ted Cruz. No, oh. because <laughs> oh, well, that's an understatement. Zodiac killer. Because yeah. one of the things that pisses me off the most about, uh, like the hardcore conservative, and I know you guys aren't big on politics. Uh, I know once in a while you, you'll cover uh, some well, political topics. No. Just because we don't talk about it on the podcast does not mean we are not people who keep up with and are completely appalled by current political perfect perfect status. Right. So, um, if you guys have been following, which I'm, I'm just guessing, it's just a hunch you have in this case. Ted Cruz is in the news, (laughs) (laughs) and it's not because he passed legislation. Thank God. (laughs) It's uh, it's it's because he is pretty much the example of a conservative religious person who doesn't believe or doesn't practice anything that he preaches um he's a giant hypocrite yes and a chronic masturbator let's just get it out (laughs) apparently let's let's just get it out there right now according to his college roommate yeah so yeah so apparently uh in in ted cruz's quotes someone on his staff retweeted a porn link <laughs> on his Twitter I think page. they just liked it. I don't think they Oh, it was a li- it, yeah. it's you know what? It doesn't matter at that point. Well, a retweet <laughs> would be really <laughs> Yeah. That, that would, is would, true. That's like hello my fan base. My yes. fan base, please look at this. <laughs> this is important for you to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true. Yeah. They don't have sex ed down there in Texas. <laughs> no, no, they don't. Oh my! But oh, man. yeah. So uh, I guess he just likes this comment or this uh, porn link, but it gets caught because apparently it was liked for several hours before someone realized. <laughs> yeah, that. I bet he liked it for several hours. <laughs> and then he comes out with this. this Probably statement. like four and a half minutes. <laughs> oh, roasted! <laughs> well, uh, even you know, that seems pretty generous. <laughs> I, I I have seen a lot of westerns where the people from Texas are quick shots. I just didn't know that's what that meant. <laughs> oh my! But oh, well, don't man. worry, Tom. It was only because somebody on his staff did it, and he has his staff in hand. Yeah. <laughs> you you do need to make sure that at all times your staff is under control. That's true. Yeah. yeah. If now you got to beat it down, but I mean, <laughs> ultimately. Uh, his comments and his statement toward this was what really made me just break down in laughter because when you break down his actual statement, he never said it wasn't him. So he's pretty much admitting that it was him without saying it was him. Yeah. He's probably good at the word. Yeah. He knows exactly what he's writing. Yeah. And in his written statement, he said, someone in my staff, someone will be uh, in trouble, blah, 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 but never said, oh, by the way, it wasn't me. It was Joe, the accountant. It wasn't like that. So, I mean, this is basically, and I mean, not to derail this uh, to back to Daddy Trumpo, but this is basically everything that he talks about. He, He basically does not take any sort of like hard stance on anything he's basically just like some people say this or i've been told this or this is how everybody else thinks that it is and that's just how it works and then doesn't say like like this whole uh the stupid uh, rioting or whatever that was where everybody questioned him like like three 
separate times over the course of one press conference, they gave him like several opportunities to just come out and like blatantly say Nazism is wrong or neo-Nazis are terrible people. But he was just like, eh, no. Yeah, like, exactly. It would just be so easy to say Nazis are bad. Yeah. Don't be a Nazi. Or, but hey, instead- I didn't like porn. No. <laughs> exactly. Well, I did how, not how like about how about I am uh and more of a normal person than you think I am and I do like porn. Uh, <laughs> mm. So and, and here's what like they could spin that as like an empowering message like porn is normal. <laughs> it's natural to watch porn and who doesn't like even this fucking somebody in the political system right now watches porn. Like it's just it's what it is. Well, it'd, be okay, tough, well, it'd be tough for that message to come from him, though, because he tried to draft legislation that would make uh, masturbation illegal. <laughs> yeah, and as as is all, that, as on, all, is that real? Yeah, that's completely that, real. So, um, let me see if I can find a date for you. Um, God, I hope you didn't put Ted Cruz masturbating into Google. <laughs> I put I put Cruz <laughs> masturbation law, <laughs> and this is what came up. <laughs> Um, it says in a brief. That's funny. Um, <laughs> that's not. That but funny. the article says Ted Cruz doesn't believe you have a right to masturbate. Hmm. Um, and it says there is no right to stimulate one's genitals. His legal team argued. <laughs> of in a in a seventy six page legal brief. <laughs> oh my god! Defending the Lone Star State ban on the sale hold of on. sex toys. Oh, hold on. Can we just take a minute to acknowledge <laughs> the fact that at least. Like more than one person sat in a room and developed a 76 page document about how wrong it is to masturbate. Yep. (laughs) And it says here, um, Mother Jones got its hands on the 2007 (laughs) brief for the case in which Cruz was tasked with defending a state law banning the sale and advertisement of sex toys or obscene devices, as he called them. An offense then punishable by up to two fucking years in jail. Hmm. Worth it. For having a flashlight. (laughs) Hold on. That doesn't explicitly say pornography, though. So you just can't stimulate yourself with anything except your hand. Right. But then again. Well, no, it says you can't stimulate your genitals. Yeah, yeah, stimulate your genitals. Oh, you just, you can't stimulate them at all? No. No. Doesn't that include sex? Wouldn't sex be considered stimulation of your genitals? So there is actually, there was a clause in there that you could have copulation with your wife. Wife. That's it. Oh. That's it. Only yeah. your wife. Not Missionary husband. style, lights <laughs> off. Not girlfriend. It's just with your wife. Mm. Yeah. But I like how his college roommate's like, well, that's what he believes. That's a new belief for him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because apparently, as his roommate who was on the, I think he said, the bottom bunk of the bunk. Oh, no. <laughs> Ted Ted Cruz consistently masturbated several times a night while they were roommates. (laughs) Oh my! So I'd be sleeping in a chair. (laughs) In a different state, I would have moved the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah, I would not be in the dorm room anymore if my roommate is cool with just jerking off when I'm sitting right there next to him. It's like no. (laughs) You guys are being kind of prudish. I mean, just give him the space. (laughs) Imagine like "Eh, eh, eh, Christian rights. (laughs) (laughs) Like what the fuck? Apparently, oh he's also a gremlin. <laughs> I just know what that was. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The, maybe, the hypocrisy. Maybe that's, is whole, maybe, maybe that's what this whole no stimulation thing is. He's just not supposed to get wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, I imagine that Paul Ryan's roommate had a similar problem. And then, you know, the scariest part is when a copy of uh, the Atlas Shrugged falls from the top bunk. <laughs> <laughs> Are we just going to start... <laughs> 
Are we going to start rating all the politicians on a scale of how likely they are to have masturbated throughout their college experience? Yeah, so we'll go from like a um, a Dick Cheney, which will be like the, the zero because I don't, I just. But he has Dick in his name. I know, but that's about it. And then to Ted, Ted Cruz would obviously be a 10. Mm. <laughs> the only 10. 10 he'll ever get. <laughs> Is how often uh-huh. are you likely to masturbate as a senator? Hmm. Scary. <laughs> Scared the dog. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I do want to bring it back, though, um, because when we're talking about the, uh, um, you know, how this broke and when people found out they were they just lost their damn minds over it. Um, I think that what's really worthwhile pointing out is that Ted Cruz uh, can safely be put into the, the box with like the moral majority and the. Um, you know, Christian Sharia law in the United States here, where where we're trying to go this this theocratic rule. But I think that it's important to point out that you know his opponents, the the liberals and atheists and the sex positive people, they're not. They are very unlikely to shame him over this. I mean, what we would really like to see is for somebody just to own up and be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm human. And this is what humans do. I, you know, obviously um, need to change my mind on a couple of things, because if I'm doing this in private and then I'm legislating in public or, you know, other people to not be free to do the things that I'm obviously doing then, um, you know, that's that's on me. That's that's my bad. But nobody in the liberal camp was like, oh, you look at porn, you're disgusting. That's so gross. I mean, he is disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we thought that before he looked up. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, he was disgusting before. He's he's still disgusting. Yeah. I mean, Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that that's important to point out because when, you know, some uh, someone on the left uh, stumbles and falls. I mean, look at Anthony Weiner, and there's another good name for you. Mm. You know, look at Anthony oh, Weiner when Anthony all of this Wiener. stuff happened to him. This guy, he was a freaking bulldog. He was the kind of representative that you want on your side. Yeah. But he he could not freaking conduct himself in a manner greater than 13 years old. I mean, it, it, I just don't understand it. But but like, why but why why does Anthony Weiner have to have the penis controversy? I know, right? <laughs> like, come on, man. Come up with something else. Yeah. That's so easy. <laughs> it's so easy. Well, and actually, that kind of circling back here, that's kind of the ironic thing to me is that, like, porn, uh, I mean, if we're generalizing and clumping things together in this conservative right party, where, like, the things we've got are porn is bad and masturbating is bad. And you should really only be having sex when you're in marriage and blah, blah, blah. And then we have people like Donald Trump who are basically bragging about their penis size in the middle of a debate for the presidential election Mm -hmm. on national television. Like there's I I feel like there's a divide. Uh, Actually, you know what? I take that back. There's not a divide. It's just people being dicks and hypocrites. Like, yeah, it's like and that's exactly you, you. You got it. It's not that. Ted Cruz beats off and does a little rub tug tug. I don't care if he does the rub tug tug. <laughs> it's the fact that he wants to make it illegal and then he's doing it, obviously. Yeah, he's it's a giant like, hypocrite. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. It's like, yeah. just. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> come on, man. That, 
the same the same thing can be said basically for i mean most of the stuff that donald trump said where once he got elected president like he was like oh we're gonna do all this stuff everything on this list and then once he got elected president he was like yeah i mostly just like almost verbatim said yeah i pretty much just said this stuff so people would elect me yeah but at least like, donald trump is an obvious donald trump might be an atheist in my opinion I, I honestly think that he actually in, in might be an atheist himself. He said two Corinthians on public mm. <laughs> uh, on national television. You don't do that if you're not an atheist, because like I would do something like that because I've never read a, a sentence from the Bible. So, All right. Well, this is this is the ironic <laughs> part, being from the podcast that talks about religion. But please refresh me. What what is two Corinthians? <laughs> well, it's well, well, it's it's a hidden chapter in the Bible. A hidden chapter, yeah, yeah. Um, where there's two Corinthians, <laughs> they go to a bar. <laughs> See, I, I thought it was a spin doctor song. <laughs> it's a it's a sports it's, car. It's a two seater with <laughs> Corinthian leather. There you go. And, there you uh, go. Yeah. That yep. actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure that's who the Romans <laughs> fought in the Punic Wars. Oh, that's the Carthaginians. The, the there were only two of them? <laughs> Oh, hold on. Is that... Sorry, it took me a while to get here, but is that what we're saying? That that doesn't exist? It does yes. not exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there are, there are several books in the Bible that are split into two parts. So, um, you know, First and Second Timothy, um, First and Second Chronicles, but... Corinthians is one of those books. And so it's anybody who has ever even glanced at a book with any interest in reading it whatsoever would know that it is 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. And I'm frankly surprised that he didn't say it's I, I Corinthians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the pirate chapter. <laughs> it's the I, I Corinthians. <laughs> Yarr. Oh, but yeah, but uh, I like it wasn't this at a religious like conference too when he said this because he was quoting he said yeah two Corinthians and everybody's like wait mm. wait I don't remember that part <laughs> like, whatever he's gonna deport brown people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, true they don't um, seem to care. they don't seem to care that well, he knows nothing about the Bible no because I and well, I firmly he knows nothing it. about anything that's true that is true <laughs> that is true. Yeah, no, what he has true. done so and and here's the thing is what he has done is he has seen um an in and he understands that you know there's this underbelly in America that feels slighted because you know other people are being able to do the things that they've always been able to do right. and they are bitter about it and um you know he he saw that and he was like, you know what? I'm of that generation. I'm pretty much just a racist asshole myself. So I'm going to capitalize on that. And it worked for him. Well, you know, I mean, none of you guys are looking at this from the correct perspective. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the white race is in trouble. We are uh, we're constantly <laughs> being bullied. We have mm. no rights. Oh, wait, oh, no. I'm thinking of the. I'm thinking of everybody else. Everybody else, <laughs> yeah. literally everyone else. Yeah. So I like that underbelly. It does make you. It's true, but I don't fucking buy into that because it's, that it's underbelly probably, is just the racists. But that's probably why he wouldn't condemn the Nazis so quick. He's like, oh, I really need their votes in 2020. Well, yeah, he's not getting to 2020. Well, yeah, well, and he needs to carry them through the midterms too. That's I mean, true. He's not getting even to if the midterms. Not, you know, even if even if Daddy Trumpo has resigned himself to uh, the thought that his own party hates him 
he has lost the support of most of the people who supported him to begin with. I don't even know why they all came around after talking about how he was just a big piece of shit anyway. But, you know, he even if he's not even if he's not playing the long game, uh, he has to maintain a Republican Congress through the midterms. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this, because you guys focus on religion a lot of times, and typically Republicans or religious people tend to be Republicans. That's just the way across the board it seems to go. The evangelical vote is always Republican. Uh, How can you be religious and support a guy who has done all that he's done and said all that he said, grab grab women by their pussies and everything? So actually... Sorry, not to cut you off, but I just wanted to make sure I said this. Basically, um, this is one of the things that I um, have actually discussed with other people before when they ask me things like, well, why are there people who are like super, super religious, but they're gay when like pretty much everybody else who shares their religion, like chastises them for their sexual orientation or thinks that they're just full of sin, blah, 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 blah. And it's because those people can like they're they just believe what they want to like they can close their minds off to the people who are like i don't know i dad could probably elaborate a little bit more on this but basically in my experience the people who are like that are essentially more close-minded than the other people that are affiliated with their group because they just don't care i guess what other people think of them and they don't really care about what the sort of the system in place Mm -hmm. quote unquote Mm -hmm. i guess that's there like they just they, they just kind of manipulate the text to what they want it to. And I mean, that's kind of a general trend. If you notice the people who talk about religion, but they're like, oh, well, this is okay, but this is kind of misinterpreted. Like there are oh, a crap ton of different sects of religion that all pull bits and pieces of the Bible or whatever rigid, religious text that they're pulling from that. They're like, we're super different from this other sect of religion because we believe that this, this, and this, right. but not this, this, and this. And other religions are like, well, they're terrible because even though we're reading from the same Bible, they misinterpreted it. So I, okay. I think that it's really difficult to kind of put a, a pin on that and to say, like, well, if you're religious, then why would you like do or say these things? Because it's just I, – I don't think that it really matters for those people. I think that they just believe what they want to believe, and even if it conflicts with – what their religious belief system is, then they can just explain it away however they want to, just like God can explain himself, really. You don't you don't need to provide any scientific evidence for that. God just exists. I just know that he does. Right, right. Mm. You guys are great at what you guys do. Um, I, love, I love that kind of discussion. We have, we've never had any uh, anybody really religious come on our show or anti-religious. Anti-religious. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's a different treat for us. Um, why don't you guys take a couple seconds or a couple, as long as you need really to advertise your, your show, plug it, uh, tell us where we can find your show, your Twitter handle, all that stuff. We're going to yeah. plug it for the next 20 minutes. You give us as long <laughs> as we need. Well, maybe cut. I, I have a script written now. <laughs> <laughs> Four score and seven. <laughs> how did you know that's how it started? <laughs> oh, all oh, good script start. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, but you know. we're the wayward willis it's john and logan and um we have uh primarily started out with a blog at willisweb.com and uh from there i decided that i wanted to um try and do something that was a little more fun a little more dynamic and so we've got the wayward willis on itunes and google play and 
Audio Boom and Stitcher and Spreaker and SoundCloud and you can find us anywhere. It's it's pretty awesome how many platforms you can get for yeah. very little effort. Yeah. Yep. Um, but we're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash the wayward Willis and on Twitter at wayward Willis. And, uh, yeah, we, we also have a Patreon account and <laughs> currently, we currently have no patrons, but there are some lovely rewards listed for those who wanted to be, uh, be lovely patrons of our delightful podcast, etc. Very good. Uh, what's the handle for that? Do you know? Uh, yeah, it's patreon.com slash wayward. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Um, send us all the links so we can uh, plug it for you as well. So no, put it in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and before we go, um, where did the name Wayward Will come from? I have to know. Um, that's a, well, it's a good that's a good question. So we are Willis's and we're <laughs> wayward. <laughs> yeah. Is, is so that really, really all? Stems- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it really stems from, you know, like I said, I had a religious upbringing and um, all of my family is still religious. And so, um, you know, if if you look at our show, the uh, iTunes album art and the, the artwork that I put out on Audio Boom with every episode, it's all black sheep. And so mm. that's a OK. That's I like kind that. Of, yeah. So that's kind of where we are. That's that's the theme is, you know, somebody who just kind of went the other direction and and talking about those topics in that context and and kind of just bringing some light or uh, on my own experience with with these things, bringing some darkness onto the one would call it an enlightenment. Uh. (laughs) That's right. I don't get that out. Uh, but we're yeah. empowering our listeners. <laughs> but yeah, the, they're the Wayward Willis. The show is really funny. The editing is fantastic. I I, I thoroughly enjoy the show. I honestly that sounds do. like a shot at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> anyway, their editing is really good. <laughs> no, but in all honesty, so guys, the, 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 the sh- first time that Tom said that, uh, I was like. Well, I'm I'm really flattered, and then I thought about it, and I was like, "Well, damn, that's kind of mean." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Austin's okay at it. Let's just get that out of the way. Um, no, but honestly, guys, you guys are great. Uh, please keep doing what you do because the show is really fun, really entertaining, very knowledgeable. Uh, unlike our oh, no. show, where it's oh, none no. of those. Um, we have fans. No. The editing is great stop. on our show too, but everything else is shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely keep in touch. We will uh, would love to have you guys back on sometime. Yeah, we uh, we definitely enjoy hanging out with you guys. Cool. This was mediocre experience at best, <laughs> and that's the most. That's the, probably the most truthful any of our guests have ever been. Let's be honest. The politicians that have come on, they're probably like, that was it. <laughs> like, you, had, you had politicians on and then you pulled us on. What kind of, <laughs> did you fucking backtrack? Are you, try, are you trying to lose listeners? <sighs> no, we just wanted to people we could swear with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, okay. None of this polite <laughs> stuff. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Uh, all right, yeah, guys. They, didn't, they never want to make Ted Cruz jerking off jokes. <laughs> no, well, w- w- one of them might have actually. Oh yeah, I'm just the first politician, <laughs> possibly. Uh, but, but but not Ted Cruz. Not Ted no. Cruz. Ted, if you're listening, uh, give us a call. <laughs> We'd love to make Ted jerking off jokes with you, Ted. <laughs> yeah. 
tell you what, I'm going to retweet this episode uh, to Ted Cruz, and we'll see if we can make that yes! happen. Yes! <laughs> okay, Let's. Uh, we'll do that, too. We'll do that, too. Uh, so many questions Ted for him. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> Ted Cruz did nothing wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd love to ask him what that thing he ate on TV was during the debate. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Uh, uh, I'd like Wasn't to ask he the one that was going to town on a on a huge hot dog at the Iowa State Fair? Oh yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. going well, that, to that town explain, on a hot that's dog. Him. That explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ted. Well, he was he was uh, trying to win the uh, Huckabee voters. Oh my! All right, and with that, I think that's about it. Uh, so, like I said, right, thanks thanks, thanks for coming on the show, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. No problem. Ish. All right. All right, <laughs> we might have to make this snappy. <laughs> oh, snappy we must. <laughs> um, hey, uh, th- you know, thanks for tuning in to another uh, episode of Dumb All Over. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What are your closing thoughts for today? Oh, damn! Every week on the spot, <laughs> and we do this. You every know week. what's coming. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> That's why it's so stupid that I don't know what to say every week. Well, uh, North Korea. As much as you annoy me, I hope you're still around. <laughs> By the time we do this next episode, yeah. or by the time this episode comes out, actually, yeah, I, I don't hate the people of North Korea. Yeah, one of them is annoying, but uh, annoying, yeah. 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 <laughs> Rocket anything, Man. <laughs> anything else? <laughs> oh, I want to thank uh, John and Logan for being on the show. Yes, absolutely. That was fun. Yep, yep, yep. And if you guys don't have or haven't listened to their podcast, yeah, you should. Do. It actually is really insightful. Yep, and it's not like seventeen hours long like ours. Yes, it's actually a tolerable. <laughs> it's a amount. reasonable time. Yes, yes. Uh, very well done. Very good show. Mm-hmm. A lot of insightful topics and. and I like the music. Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right, Austin. I wonder who made that. Yeah, some schlep. Yeah, well, whoever he was, he's very talented and really slow at working. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like awesome. Yeah, it does. And me, Oddly, but yeah. I didn't do it. Um, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, same for me. Uh, thank you, John. Thank you, Logan, for coming onto the show. Definitely have you back as soon as we can. Um, yeah, Trump still sucks. <laughs> we're <laughs> st- so we're still going back into like every day. It seems like we we like go back another like a year mm-hmm. so like i think that puts us in about like 1950 right now so <laughs> yeah. fucking soon we will be america great again you know but was america great then no no <laughs> america was never great yeah no, that's why it's hard Shit. to make something great again uh but otherwise i guess that's about it honestly oh we forgot it's uh supposed to be celebrating by people week yes yeah. absolutely uh which uh, explains why there were we so several questions, questions <laughs> yeah. about it um so we didn't know it's hard to keep up with everything it's very hard <laughs> yeah. to uh but yeah uh you know that's pretty cool i like the yeah, fact yeah. that there's a week just for bisexual people yeah but bad time <laughs> yeah go by people <laughs> yeah um it's a bad time the bees get there week in the sun yes yeah uh but that's pretty cool uh i'm sure there's a lot of people that took this week as an opportunity to come out and if you did and you're listening you know congratulations you're very brave Mm -hmm. and uh it's really not that big of a deal if you think about it yeah it's like it's your life you do what you gotta do it's true now you cannot sleep with two genders (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) and you know what ted cruz might be available so your dream might be coming true anyway so fuck it 
<laughs> uh, uh, the beer was really good as well. Oh, yeah. So yeah. thank you for the beer, God. <laughs> did um, not make the beer. <laughs> didn't? It's God's no. will. Uh, so, Actually, thank you, patrons, for the beer, because you guys paid for it this week. <laughs> oh, thank you, uh, patrons. Yeah. And with that, I should say you can find us on Twitter. Uh, for all of our updates and all of our posts, you can just go to Twitter at DumbleOverPod. You can go to Facebook, which I said out loud because I have joined uh, several podcasting communities that try – the Facebook page itself isn't going to grow because I'm not going to post directly to Facebook. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you're co- if you're listening to our show from the Facebook post, you know, thank you for listening. I don't have a vendetta against Facebook or anything. Um, just <laughs> You can check out our very active Instagram account at DumbleOverPod. It was active at one time, maybe when America was great. (laughs) Uh, If you want to download our show or just listen to the show, you can go on Blog Talk Radio, look for DumbleOverPodcast. Completely free download. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to, if you're an Apple user, iTunes, go to iTunes. We are definitely on iTunes. Uh, Download us for free. We're not charging. Yep. We're not we're not hoes. Like yeah, that. we're on Stitcher. Yep, all the podcatchers. Yep, yep, podcatchers. That's what they're called. They're called that. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. have this conversation every time I say it. Sure. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> um, uh, and then, of course, you can go to patreon.com forward slash stumble over mm. and become a patron today. Support the show. Help us stay afloat. Uh, thank you to our patrons who are currently helping out our show. Uh, believe me, any kind of donation is extremely, extremely grateful um we're hoping that if time ever works out for us well maybe maybe what we need to do is like take a vacation from our jobs at the same week and just fucking make tons of content because mm. otherwise we don't have time for this yeah i know but we'll figure it out we're gonna try to get as much cool content as possible i have to say as much as i love all our listeners i kind of like to use vacation time to go on vacation i know, <laughs> I know. maybe a day of vacation <laughs> Or two. Maybe yeah, I two. don't got anything else. All right. Thank you for listening. Um, it's been great. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Sounds good, Tom. Okay, Austin. All right. <laughs>